0: Hello comrades and welcome to another episode of Spectre. Today I'm delighted to be joined by a comrade from the TKP. Comrade, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, thank you Nathan. Uh, I'm Kumsal. Uh, I'm from Turkish Communist Party. Uh, I'm actually on the uh, Communist Youth of Turkey, uh, which is the youth wing of the party. Uh, And I'm also a member of the uh TKG's uh, international committee and I'm a university student right now.
0: That's an impressive CV comrade, I've got to give you that. Uh so just to get started then, so just uh just to see if you can give us a brief history of the, the Communist Party of Turkey and its you know its work that's been uh conducted in the country. mm mm-hmm.
1: Um so um TKP uh, is a very old, actually the oldest of our republic, uh, as a political party. Uh, We were, um, we take our foundation in 1920, um, and from there, there are several prohibitions and uh, from the government, and uh, there are some dissolvements of the communist representation of turkey uh, but uh, in the 80s our movement uh, based around a magazine gelenek maybe you know means tradition uh, starts a new uh, representation for the communists and um, it builds uh, that movement that magazine movement builds into a party political party and in the 2000 Uh, One, we actually take back uh, the name uh, of the Communist Party of Turkey, uh, which has a very huge um, historical significance and representation. And ever since, uh, we have been um, trying to represent the communists of Turkey, uh, to represent the the workers. Side, and uh, we have been organizing uh, in local and uh, big areas, in big cities, in local areas, in universities ever since. Uh, I can say that is uh, the story, history of Tecape.
0: Yeah, no, it's fantastic, Comedy. It's, it's great to always to hear internationally the, the work that's been done by the, the Communist Party and its uh, youth as well. And I guess going on from that, the work that's done by the party, especially in the the recent earthquakes that have happened. And, you know, just looking to see, you know, how the the party's responded to the damage that's been done uh, and how it's trying to aid the workers during this moment of crisis.
1: It it was a very, very uh, devastating event. Uh, Millions of of people were affected immediately. Uh, Around uh, 13, 15 million uh, people was directly uh, affected by the earthquake and uh, they were um, significantly bigger in a historical sense, Um, but uh, it didn't have to be. Um, We were there uh, in several regions. It actually impacted um, 10 cities in in Turkey, but uh, four of them was extremely severe. The most loss was in that four city and uh, from day one the moment we learned about the earthquake uh, a, delegation, uh, has, uh, a delegation has a delegation has been sent to the specific regions that had uh, that had the most damage uh, around a hundred uh, person was uh, around a hundred um, member of the communist party was in the um, earthquake region the same day um, it's a bit far so maybe in the first 10-15 hours and uh, what we saw was um, was a big big uh, devastation um, uh, very big very old uh, cities have collapsed and um, there is not much left uh, for the people and there was uh, a very big crisis a chaos especially the first day because um, the government response was late and um, in case of Hatay uh, uh, one of the biggest losses were dealt in that city Hatay uh, is a city and uh, we were actually the first ones there the biggest affected area was reached by us the first time at the first day uh, we were the only ones there so I uh, the chaos was very high because there was no control there was no uh, help it was just us and uh, we started with um, some search and rescue teams we had a small search and rescue team of 20, 30 people, they started uh, to go to the uh, wreckages and um, the other ones uh, were trying to organize the uh, survivors uh, to set up some uh, supply help desks uh, where you can, um, they, we were trying to provide uh, the survivors with medical attention there was also along with the rescue team we have also brought a medical team uh, again around maybe 20 um uh, nurses doctors uh, pharmacists um we were uh, i think first day we uh, treated over 200 people just us uh, just our doctors and it was a big issue because Unfortunately, and I'm very embarrassed to say this, um, during the earthquake, the state hospital uh, had collapsed in Hatay. So uh, there was, I think, only one hospital left. It was a university hospital. So the medical attention was extremely critical for the survival survivors. Uh, so we were trying to do our best in that area also. And um, in the uh, West part of the country, away from the earthquake zone, we were uh, trying to organize help, uh, water, clothing, heating, uh, anything, anything that they will need, uh, even um, oil for the generators because there was no electricity, no nothing. Uh, so uh, in the West, we were trying to gather uh, from everywhere uh, some help uh, to send to the earthquake uh, region. And this is still going on, actually. Um, there was a full on uh, solidarity with the people uh, and the party. And um, because of this solidarity, uh, we were able to um, help people uh, with beyond our capacity, because everyone uh, was seeing us helping and organizing the place, keeping an order, and they trusted us. So uh, a help beyond, a solidarity beyond our capacity was created, uh, which enabled us to reach even the smallest villages. And uh, it was a very big moment for us and for the people to see that solidarity. Um, I guess in a summary, I can say that. And it is still a going process. I must say that uh, it has not ended. Uh, There are new problems, some bigger, some smaller, and uh, we are still in the region and um, beyond the region, we are still working uh, for the survivors and uh, for the cities that have been lost. Actually, uh, so the process is actually still going on.
0: Yeah, no, comrade. I can I can only imagine how terrifying. That must be having to be down there boots on on the ground and conducting that work, seeing so many families and and young people displaced and not knowing where to go and full solidarity to, to you, your fellow party members for putting in that work and really showing yourselves to be the vanguard for the workers in Turkey and showing that, you know, they can turn to you for for gains, for help and uh, for survival. Uh, and I guess that really brings us on to the next point, you know, talking about the work that you've done, you know, we, we really want to talk about the work that the Turkish government uh, has done uh, and its response to the earthquakes, especially in uh, border relations to uh, fellow workers in, in Syria. How's the, the government's response been to this earthquake?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, to put it uh, shortly, it, their response was an absolute failure, I can say that much. Um, they were not ready for this at all. Uh, we knew that they were not ready, but it was even beyond our imagination. Their incapableness, the incompetence was uh, even beyond our uh, parties view the numbers the official numbers for the loss uh, is around forty five thousand. 000 uh, but we know from the field and data that it's actually over hundreds thousand hundred thousand yeah, and more actually we know that is true and uh, frankly uh the government uh, have failed in uh, every category imaginable. Uh, they were late to response. Uh, as I said, in one of the biggest um, affected regions, we were the only ones there for at least two, three days. Um, a lot of, we have a lot of NGOs and also government-funded organizations that are uh specifically uh to be work in this kind of condition they they are their sole purpose is to be um acting in this kind of situations like earthquakes and floods and fires whatever and they were um paralyzed because the government was not able to cooperate I wasn't able to coordinate anything. Uh, a lot of people, um, as I mentioned, there was a big solidarity. So people wanted to help uh, government workers, like teachers and uh, doctors and stuff, uh, minors, uh, There, every miner, every mine has actually a rescue team. So uh, there was a lot of people uh, whose profession was um also um in responsibility with the, uh, these kind of events they they want to go to the region and the government said okay i will take you and coordinate you from there and they uh, they failed uh, uh hundreds of people maybe thousands uh, waited in airports and uh, bus stations for Hours, sometimes days. Uh, same thing happened with um, rescue teams that have came from other countries. Uh, they had to wait for hours. The as you might know, the first three days is very precious uh, to bring out uh, alive people from uh, the the carcass you know uh, from the collapses uh, the first 72 hours was very important and uh, the government absolutely could not use them uh, the first three days the search and rescue was very limited and mostly done by people who took initiative like our party and some civil, similar organizations and NGOs Uh, But as you know, maybe um, search and rescue uh, needs a lot more than that. It needs very heavy equipment. It needs a lot of funds. It needs a lot of people. Um, uh, It takes at least 20, 30 people to work in one wreckage, in one ruin. So just imagine an entire city, actually four cities, uh, entire cities were collapsed and there was no official state rescuers, almost none. And another uh, big part um, was uh, that the army did not came until it was after three days. This was a very um, big problem. Uh, we had big earthquakes before and they were not... Uh, very well handled either but uh, the army is always there the first day and actually uh, Hatay uh, is a border city to Idlib, Syria so uh, uh, as you might have known the Turkish army uh, has a a base in the Syrian side of the border so they were actually very close to the earthquake site Uh, But they choose not to come for uh, three, four days because um, they preferred uh, to keep the border security uh, for the Turkish bourgeoisie instead of helping the people of Turkey or Syria. Uh, Syria was also very horribly affected by the earthquake and uh, it was not um, able to uh, intercept because uh, it was actually a war zone. So the Syrian government couldn't come in and the Turkish army did not help. Um, and it was a whole other chaos in there. And um, the government chose their imperialistic um, benefits over the lives of people uh, of our own so um, i can say that the the turkish government's response was a disaster uh, in all fronts and they are directly responsible of this wreckage in many ways they have um done so many uh, corrupt uh, they have caused so much corruption especially in the uh, construction field no uh, buildings was actually up to code when it was built. And uh, not only just the corruption on the construction fields, but it's also um, the late response. Um, the the corruption and the um, money laundering uh, adding with the late response. And actually some places still no response. It's it caused to create a disaster that was uh, bigger than it was ever going to be. So to summarize, I can say that um, if the government hadn't reacted so poorly, so late, uh, the, these numbers, uh, we, were, we are talking about the hundreds of thousands, uh, it, it would not... Uh, happen it would be so much less Uh, not to mention the uh, corruption in the construction field Uh, so we can say that it the turkish government and the bourgeoisie is the direct responsible of thousands of people uh, that have died under wreckage and uh, some of them died because of cold because it was very, very cold and snowing and they didn't die because of the impact, but they were trapped. And then they died because of the cold. And it's it's, it's a very heavy thing. Um, they they are the direct response, uh, the direct, uh, this, I am sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that uh, the government and the class that
0: they represent uh, is at fault here, 100%. Yeah, 100% agree, comrade. Uh, Again, I can only imagine how frustrating that must have been to have to watch as fellow workers are the ones having to pull themselves from the rubble. Uh, And not only that, as you mentioned, the uh, various uh, international brigades coming in from the likes of China, Vietnam and Cuba uh, coming in to provide assistance. And like you says, they can only do so much when they, they don't have the, the full scale of equipment that the Turkish government should have responded with and you know uh, like like you quite rightly said in terms of border relations with, with Syria, uh, the Turkish government has chosen, they made a, a clear and abrupt choice to commit uh, to imperialism uh, and prioritise uh, you know, military strategy along the border uh, at the expense of the working class and you know, uh, and in the relation between the wor- the workers and the bourgeoisie, that's that's n- nothing new. But in this case, it was certainly uh, so bold uh, and brazen. And I can only imagine the anger uh, that was certainly felt in the streets during that. Coming off from the earthquakes then and the, the devastation that's, you know, really uh, taken hold. Coming up soon uh, within Turkey is the, the general election. Uh, so just looking to see how, how is this going to impact the, the running uh, for the general election and what's the party's stance uh, and position going forward for this?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we have actually two elections. One is for uh, the prime minister and the other one is for the parliament. And um, we will uh, try to organize that anger that's, uh need to change during this um uh, time till the elections it's in may 14th and um for the candidate for the elections directly uh, we will not uh, be uh putting a candidate for the prime minister role um because especially after the earthquake but uh Not only that, we have been living with Erdogan uh, for 20 years and um, everything uh, that is happening in Turkey right now, the earthquakes and there's actually floods right now in the same region and the economic crisis, everything. The whole collapse of the system uh, materializes in Erdogan in the people's eye. Uh, so the biggest drive for this election uh, is that is for Erdoğan to leave, um, for him to lose this election. So um, the party will not uh, put a candidate for uh, itself. But um, we announced a few days ago that we will support, um, not support, but we will vote uh, for the uh, main opposition uh, because we think that uh, until the Erdoğan is sent away, uh, we will not be able to work uh, the way we want to. in the neighborhoods, in the working sites, in the universities, because of this uh, solidification uh, on Erdogan. Uh, Every every bad thing leads up to him. And uh, it creates a very big blind spot for the people um, to see that. The, the problems that we are facing today, the earthquake, as I mentioned, it, uh, the numbers we are mentioning, uh, it, it is 100% the government's fault, yes. Uh, but it is actually uh, beyond that. Uh, uh, Turkey has been coming up to this moment for almost half a century with privatizations and neoliberal policies and, uh, always prioritizing uh, the bourgeoisie over the working class uh, for the last 50, 60 years. Uh, so this was a very long time coming uh, event. And uh, unfortunately, in the public's eye, um, Erdogan has created um, or became a magnet for all these a political corruptions crisis, um, so we believe that in order to uh, have the political field uh, and work that we are um, aiming towards, we need to send Erdoğan. Uh, so actually uh, one of our first official election slogan is roughly translating here uh, is called one vote for to send Erdoğan and one vote for TKP uh, which means uh, for the general uh, elections for the prime minister elections we will vote for the main opposition and for the parliament uh, we are putting out candidates everywhere in every city in turkey there's 81 cities and there will be candidates everywhere Uh, for the opposition for the main opposition um, we try to underline to stress to the people uh, while we're saying that we will vote for them because um it's not a candidate that could offend us deeply. It, like, he's not a um, extreme uh, right-wing person, a bit leaning to the left, center-left. Uh, he doesn't have a fascist background or a religious background, whatever, uh, or a reactionary background. But of course, this is not the main reason. We are um, going to vote for the main opposition, but we will also keep saying that uh, we will not support the main opposition because we cannot support their policies. Because, in the end of the day, they're also a bourgeois representing party coalition, and uh, we know after the elections. uh, they will prioritize uh, the bourgeoisie instead of the people. So it is a very tricky situation, but it's also um, very uh, radicalizing for people because uh, when we are talking to them, they know that they are no better, the opposition or the government. Of course, Erdogan is a very a big bad figure right now. But with our current approach, we are able to uh, talk to people um, about the ways of social democracy and how it's going to fail us uh, and that um, we shouldn't rely on the elections to change our country. Uh, So it opens up a field of discussion for us. So that's why I said we're not supporting, but we will vote to send our don. So that is a very important um, point to understand our stance in the elections. For the parliament, um, we are focusing on localizing because, uh, especially after the earthquake, um, we have. Um, found a place for ourselves in uh, in very difficult uh, parts of Turkey, um, reactionary, f- fascist background, but also very poor and mainly working class neighborhoods, um, cities, regions. Uh, we found a place for us because of the solidarity we showed to them during the earthquake and um, People who maybe would have been scared of the communist name knows uh, now that we are actually the true friend of the people, and the salvation can only come from the solidarity. Um, so we have been uh, planting seeds in the hearts of working class regions all over Turkey, but especially in the earthquake zone, and um we are hoping to deepen these places that we have settled that are new to us that uh that have been uh, very friendly very recently to us and uh, we will do this rooting uh the settling uh it's stressing a few points on our uh, politics Uh, one of them is the communist virtue uh, the communist moral system and uh, in opposition the um, the rottenness of the current uh, capitalist system we are putting them in comparison and uh, we will be talking about this a lot during the election process because we have shown uh, the communist virtue uh, with our solidarity, uh, with our support, and with our organizational skills and potential. Um, So that will be our position during the elections.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic analysis, Comrade. And uh, yeah, I think the party uh, is absolutely right to, to take that stance. This is something that uh, the Communist Party of Britain done as well previously in twenty nineteen, I believe. Uh, you know, you make that distinction of you know we don't support you know, the the principles and morals of this party as the main opposition. Instead, it's recognising it as a tactical approach to topple, uh, the already even more so exploiting government. Uh, so I think you're absolutely absolutely right for that as well, uh, especially in terms of not standing a ca- uh, a candidate for uh, the Prime Minister elections, because even if uh, a member of the TKP was successful without the the true change uh, or the mode, mode of production coming from the hands of the working class, then that TKP member who's now uh, Prime Minister would only inherit... Uh, the devastation uh, that's been ensued uh, upon the country and, the like you've mentioned before, the various corrupt ties and and those so in the uh, government below. So I think it's absolutely spot on uh, not to have uh, a TKP candidate for the, the Prime Minister and instead focusing uh, your efforts on uh, a progressive change uh, and then using that to advocate and highlight that you know, uh, the bourgeois electoral model is a revolving door. Uh, It's never going to change unless it's the working class that takes hold uh, and jams it up. And as well as for the parliamentary elections, it's, yeah, locality is key, isn't it? Working in these local communities and you've already put so much work in in the disaster relief and, you know, truly showing yourselves to be the vanguard uh, within your nation. And that is something that, you know, the workers will pick up on, especially those who previously haven't been very uh, politically conscious or class conscious as well. This is this is going to be something very eye-opening for them, especially uh, when we talk about uh, the government's lack of response uh, and diverting resources away to uh, protect uh, the borders. So, yeah, I, I can only wish you the best of success going forward. And with the work that you have done uh, and the, the plan of approach that you are taking for this, I can only imagine that it's going to be a great success. So with that being said, you know, uh, on, on a political front, you know, looking to just discuss uh, Turkey's road to socialism, you know, how does the TKP work uh, to usher in a Turkey that is for the working class?
1: Oh, uh, So I have mentioned that we have gained new fronts, uh, especially after the earthquake, but also uh, we have been working for these fronts that we have gained recently for um, a long time uh, and uh, we want to take it even further uh, we have showed that our capacity for intervention is very strong and very powerful uh, in the earthquake region uh, we have showed to ourselves and to the people and now with that confidence um we will be calling to organize people Uh, we will be saying during the election and after the election, we will be saying uh, that only organizing, only solidarity uh, can save us. Um, We will be uh, organizing in our district houses and youth centers and universities everywhere. And um, we will do that. We will localize um, while keeping our core intact. This is very important to us. Uh, We will um, advance, we will expand. But uh, we also work very hard to keep the core of the party uh, very strong and intact. what we see in the Turkish uh, working class is that there is a very big anger uh, panting, but um, unfortunately uh, this anger uh, um, has not been able to turn into a um, revolutionary energy yet. Uh, The people have been oppressed severely, especially since there is this 20-year-old governments that have uh, taken over the country with a huge darkness. So um, it's a bit harder um, to, uh, to find hope and to find a will to fight. So What we're trying to do is to work that anger uh, that everyone has, to to work that anger, to organize that anger into a revolutionary energy, an energy that can take the streets and take the governments, not with the elections and not with votes. Uh, We believe that Turkey will change with a revolutionary energy. Uh, So what we're doing, is to work that anger um, uh, and keep expanding keep calling everyone the working class to organize in our um, district buildings in our university campuses high schools everywhere Uh, we are trying to spread everywhere we are and we are trying to be present and representing in every place that we are in our class in our uh, school in our neighborhood that's the general approach
0: yeah absolutely comrade that's the strongest approach that can be taken isn't it to to be present and always to be active within in communities, so workers can see that the party is active in all forms of life from uh, like you've mentioned, the, the homes, the universities and especially the workplaces also. So I think that's a, an absolutely fantastic approach and uh, it's something we consider here as well uh, in Britain, you know, uh, conducting an active involvement within the trade union movement, taking aboard, you know, uh, the roles of being a, a shop steward or a, a union representative to really put face and show uh, what a representative of the party is capable of and what the what the people looking to them for guidance can be made capable of as well. So yeah, I absolutely think that's fantastic. And, uh, and, in Britain here as well, we, we play a large part uh, of our development and our road to socialism uh, on our youth. And, and one of our, our sayings is obviously the, the league is the future of the party and the party is the future of the league. So I'm just looking to see, you know, how does the TKP work with its youth wing uh, and building and educating, especially uh, its young cadres?
1: It is a very complex process, actually. Um, living in Turkey, uh, it's it's impossible not to be educated. Um, with everything going on, um, there is a new thing every hour and... Uh, whether it's a crisis or disaster, and uh, everything is very chaotic uh, for the capitalist Turkey. So it's very hard not to be educated uh, because there's so much practice. <laughs> um, but also, um, as I mentioned before, um, in youth uh, of uh Communist Party, um, we try to organize in our own fields, like um, in our own universities, in our campuses, in our high schools, you know, um, for like after graduation, wherever we work or wherever we live. Uh, So it is a very important part of our organization. Um, We try um, to build up an organization in every university we are to represent uh, the communist youth of Turkey and the Turkish Communist Party. And um, we are doing this, uh, while we are doing this the most important part is to not separate our uh, work in universities, in high schools from our uh, workers' movements. Because we know, we see that they are coming from the same roots. So uh, it is a very important mindset to not separate for us, you know, the party and the youth and uh, the uh, workers' movement and the student movement. Uh, it It is uh, very important to see that these things go hand in hand especially in Turkey, in our political climates um, the angle between a university student and a worker uh, is very close. So um, that's the kind of mindset that we uh, keep. And um, I guess we are trying to um, generalize a militant and um, Organizing a uh, confident uh, mindset in our, to be the future of the party to to be the um, cadres of the party um, we uh, we try to influence that confidence that that militancy you know and uh, organizing separate uh, spirit. Uh, is very important to infuse to the youth.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Comrade. Uh, it's like the the old Lenin quote, isn't it? Uh, there, there's decades where weeks happen and weeks where decades happen, so I can I can only imagine how busy busy things get. But, no, it's absolutely fantastic, obviously, to hear that uh, there's also work uh, being done with a tight relationship with a party, which it always has to be with its youth wing, uh, because once young members... Uh, excel uh, and and graduate essentially from their their young cadres they're they're deployed into the party's realm and you know taking on uh, even more responsibility uh, in a political face as well and representing the party then uh, to the workers also so it's fantastic to see you know that education that organizing within not just workplaces but the the universities and the schools and uh, really capturing the potential uh, of young workers as well which is absolutely fantastic and like we've talked about in the, the numerous works both conducted by the, the party and the, the youth, you know, how does the, the TKP you know work in securing peace as well as combating imperialistic tyrants like NATO and its Western forces?
1: For us, uh, it is very important to stress oh, we are always stressing uh, the importance of independence and anti-imperialism in Turkey. Uh, it's one of our core subjects uh, while we're working with other parties. We have a coalition, um, the socialist union, kind of like that. Um, it is it is one of our foundation, uh, the independency and anti-imperialism. So... Uh, we always try to uh, work that way in in our political production and uh, our calling is always uh, saying why and how is independence uh, important uh, how anti-imperialism is essential for us and uh, we actually had a march in adana uh It's a city in Turkey which has a NATO quarter. There's a NATO settlement uh, in that city. And uh, we actually had a march there uh, to protest NATO and like saying, leave our country and uh, NATO must be uh, apprehended uh, must be confiscated by the people, and um, we also uh, always point out that the government and the opposition, the main opposition, uh, is pro-NATO and uh, has always had uh, imperialist tendencies. And uh, they, they, they put. Pro- They prosecute imperialist policies that can be easily seen in Syria, in Libya uh, in Ukraine, in Azerbaijan-Armenian conflicts, and not just the government. Uh, The opposition has uh, supported this behavior most of the time. Uh, And this is one of the reasons we're saying we will never support the main opposition Uh, we will never be watching for them we do not trust them and we do not we will not be siding with them Um, and it's a very important reason this uh, imperialistic tendencies and um, actually uh, before the earthquake uh, the government and the bourgeoisie had some neo-Ottoman uh, view for our new republic, you know, uh, for the last 20 years. Um, and they had a, a different vision uh, that were attacking to our neighbors. As I mentioned before, The Sy- Syria is the biggest example, but it's not uh, limited to that. Uh, not only just the neighbors, but there was a lot of um. Reaching over to Africa uh, and some uh, small regimes, especially Islamic ones. And uh, we know that there are some affiliations with ISIS and etc. So um, there was this uh, expansion uh, movement, not physically, but uh, politically, we were expanding, not we, but. You know, uh the government policy, the neo-Ottoman policy of the government was expanding, the bourgeoisie was expanding both economically and politically, and sometimes you were also physically there, um, intruding, invading, fighting, uh, etc. And it 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 provided some independence for the government, uh, like the um, uh, maybe, you know, Finland, uh, Swiss, uh, Sweden standoff about the NATO membership and um, topics like this economical and political topics. There was um, always going between uh, USA and Russia, um, playing a balance game. Uh, trying to uh, take some reins for themselves with this neo-Ottoman policy, especially for the bourgeoisie, it was very um uh, it was a very courageous and um, powerful movement for them. But after the earthquake, um, the capitalism in Turkey has shattered. Uh, it has taken a huge hit. Um, Politically, they no longer have any um, confidence or trust, you know, and and they do not, um, they have lost a lot of fronts in Turkey. They have lost a lot of um, roots, um, and um, economically as well, not just political, economically, That region had um, a very, um, maybe 15% of the uh, husbandry of Turkey, and uh, it had two very big industrialized cities, and uh, it had also had a lot of cultural heritage and etc. So, um, economically, too, Turkey. Uh, is expecting a rough patch in the next months, on top of the ongoing economical crisis, um, it will uh, be even more after the damages of earthquake, of the earthquake. So uh, the balance has shifted. Uh, They will not be, the uh, Turkish government will not be able to play as freely as they did before um they will not have that many cards uh to play against America and Europe they have uh, lost a lot of advantages with this earthquake so um in upca- in upcoming uh, days you know months um we think that uh, our stress of, independency and anti-imperialism will be even more important because uh, the, the Turkish government, well, actually the Turkish bourgeoisie has lost all upper hand uh, they have held and they will bow to the uh, imperialist forces. We know this, whether the opposition win or the current government stays, uh, we know after the elections, um, there will be severe consequences for the people, unfortunately. Uh, this, this power shift uh, will be showing itself after May, and I think we will be um, shouting for independency and for anti-imperialism even louder after the elections, because we will need it.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic analysis, comrade. Uh, you know, it's always the duty of, of every single communist party and, you know, a young member to advocate for peace uh, as well as the abolition for, for NATO. Uh, that's a stance uh, clearly felt here uh, in the Western world, especially in Britain. Uh, you know, being a, a communist and the, the imperialist core it's vital to stand up uh, against our ruling class who who profits so much uh, of the destruction uh, and the the stabilization uh, of the the countries in the the Middle East and throughout uh, Europe, especially especially as we're seeing in, in at places like Af- Afghanistan and uh, Syria uh, also. So yeah, I think it's it's absolutely right to to put peace first and like you say. The ruling class in Turkey is uh, on the back foot now. You know, they've got to make up a lot of ground and uh, equally... Uh, so does the party in terms of putting itself forward and, and really showing it, itself of being capable, which it it's already like you've said, taking the first steps in doing so. So it's fantastic to hear that. So yeah, no, it's been it's been absolutely great. So just to, just to round off then and and finish off, uh, if you get any any final talking points and and whereabouts can we find the the TKP and its youth wing uh, on social media?
1: Thank you so much for the interview, firstly. And um, I would like to, uh, since this is a very international event, um, I would like to point out that the importance of solidarity between um, international communist parties and the solidarity with the party and the people. uh, Especially during the earthquake, we have seen that um, we have had many communist parties offering solidarity and support, sometimes physically or just a message, but we have felt that support. And same in our country, we have felt uh, a very deep, true bond forming with the people uh, between the party uh, with our solidarity. So I think uh, one more time, it's important to say um, solidarity uh, is life, you know, Uh, solidarity uh, makes us live and it is the salvation uh, from this capitalist system. And um, yes, uh, I'm sorry I didn't catch you about the social media. What did you say?
0: Yeah, where can we find the, the TKP uh, and its mm-hmm. youth wing on social media so we can always stay up to date.
1: Uh, uh, we are on Twitter. Um, we have the main page of the party and we also have uh, the page of the youth. Um, for the party, it's TKP. TKP insist It's important. It's difficult to... Um, say but we actually have international accounts Uh, we have TKP international and um, TKG international accounts both on Twitter and um, we are also on Instagram Uh, again uh, for Instagram our account for TKP is in Sisi it means the voice of uh, TKP and for And TKG, it's the Turkish uh, name of the whole name. Uh, Türkiye Komünist Gençliği. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we are in Twitter and Instagram. And um, we have a YouTube channel uh, of the party. It's called Sol TV. Uh, We also have a channel on YouTube under the name. Communist Party of Turkey and Communist Youth of Turkey. We both have these two channels, but we also have a third channel uh, called Sol TV. And uh, there's also Sol International where we translate major news and events in our site. Um, So we are pretty much everywhere you can find us.
0: No, that's good to hear, Comrade. I'll, I'll be sure to go straight into YouTube. I know what I'll be doing tonight after work, so perfect. Uh, yeah, comedy thanks again for, for your time. I know it's been, been very hectic and, and busy uh, over there in Turkey, but again, solidarity to you uh, and every party member and youth member who's been putting in so much work. Uh, it really is uh, amazing the work you've done, uh, and it would be a shame for it to go unnoticed, and it certainly hasn't gone unnoticed, uh, communists from around the world uh, commending you, especially those in the World Federation of Democratic Youth, uh, again, champion uh, that message of solidarity with the fundraising to to aid uh, you know our brothers and sisters both in Turkey and Syria, so again uh, hats off to you and, and well done for all the work and again, thank you for your time.
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thanks again comrades for tuning in to another episode of Spectre. It's been an absolute pleasure to interview one of our fellow comrades from Turkey. A very emotional but informative episode which highlights the strong need for international solidarity. In the description below, I'll leave the link to the World Federation of Democratic Youth Solidarity Fund for the earthquake relief of both Syria and Turkey. In the face of this catastrophe, the TKP and its youth wing has played a vital role in its working class communities putting itself forward as the vanguard for the working class. It's vital that communists in our own nations play whatever part we can in assisting our brothers and sisters in Syria and Turkey. In the description below, I'll also leave the links for the TKP and its Youth Wing's social media accounts so that we can keep up to date in all the matters going on in Turkey and for the upcoming elections. Be sure to share this episode with your fellow comrades And be sure to share us on social media also. It's vital that communists around the globe stand shoulder to shoulder with the workers of our countries and of others. Our solidarity can come in a number of forms, whether that be boots on the ground in our comrades' countries or through financial assistance providing much-needed medical and food provisions. We must challenge our own governments who have made billions of the suffering of those in the Middle East. The bourgeoisie of our nations have taken pride in the destabilization of our comrades in Turkey and Syria, exploiting the workers, exploiting the land and exploiting the future of the working class. As our comrade from Turkey mentioned, solidarity keeps us strong and it is strength that the working class needs. Solidarity to the TKP, solidarity with the working class of Turkey.
2: I don't do Jordans and Audemars I do explosions and Molotovs Y'all blowing smoke as if y'all ain't washed I blow the smoke from the car exhaust, flying to a party I am not invited to, feeling like the streets need me. I ain't got to dance long as my Ferrari spider move, like C Breezy. I don't gotta hire goons, I'd rather try to buy the moon and breathe freely. The sky is blue, the tires is new, the Maserati white and cool, like g Easy. While these dudes trying to figure out how to do a freestyle that flies me, I'm confused trying to figure out how to do Capri Styles and my G. Everybody doing chick joints, probably rob these little dudes at Fister point. Remember everybody used to bite nickel now, everybody doing bitcoin, we don't got nothing in common no we don't got nothing in common no. y'all in this stuff like doubled up styrofoam cups on them uppers and downers Woo. i'm in this stuff like doubling comments. find me your brother who's solid to count this shit up and then bust shit down with the cops hit us up we can flush shit down we cannot give a fuck shit a fucking colonic selling your cock in your butt for a follower a possible couple of dollars you powder sniff now you slip and call it a power trip a product of politics y'all went from profit and top of the charts to dropped in the park and to polish it knowledge is power but powerless if you got it and you do not acknowledge